This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and I'm joined as always by Yosem Joe. Yes, can you tell by the music, guys? It's that time of the year again. It's, it's not finally awards season. Yes, it's not just Lunar New Year season. It's awards season. Okay, if you know, you know that was the that's the Star Awards theme song. Yes, the theme tune and Star Wars, of course, rewards like the best in. Chinese language Chinese television, television in, Singapore. in Singapore, right? But of course, uh, there are bigger awards at stake this month. We have the Golden Globes at the end of this month, and the nominations just came out last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it's been it's been interesting, I would say, the Golden Globes yeah. nominations caused yeah. quite a stir, right? For yeah. several notable snubs, you yeah, know, and that's very notable snubs. Very notable, definitely talk of you know, the lack of diversity, which seems to be a recurring problem when it comes to, like, this All big award shows. shows yeah. and, There's yeah. also, like, the Screen Actors Guild Award, but today we're not touch on that that much. And generally, like, the Golden Globes is always, like, the lead-up to the Oscars, right? Mm. So it's actually pretty exciting. And, of course, there are all these other, like, industry awards in between, la. Um, But, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, before we get right into it, just want to do a quick plug for our past episodes. We actually did an entire episode. Well, this, these were some of our earliest episodes. Episodes. So very, very yeah, early right. episodes, like well, 2019. Yeah. yeah, we did one on like Oscar season and how like, you know, politics and campaigning campaigning can come into play and affect like the actual results. Uh, so go check out our Oscar episode if you are interested in that. We also did an entire deep dive. On Star Wars. <laughs> Into the Star Wars. And just Wars. like local television. Yeah. Exactly. So that was fun and Jen and I dressed up for that as well. So you can check out the episode on YouTube. Well, today we'll just touch a little bit on what we think about the nominations. Uh, Star Awards, there are a lot of nominees. Because last year, because of COVID, you know, they couldn't actually hold the Star Awards. So they mm. expanded the categories this year from usually it's five nominees to seven. So there's really a lot of people to talk about. Um, and we'll just uh, briefly touch on all the things that we found interesting. Sam Joe, you want to get into it? Um, what can I say? If you know me, you know that I'm a huge fan of Zoe Tay, and so yes. I was so elated to see her there. Um, nominated, of course, for Best Actress once again for her role in My Guardian Angels, Dan Yi Tian Shi, which, by the way, was a show that really kept me company during um, the very dark circuit breaker period so it came out one one day before circuit breaker started apparently if yeah, I'm not wrong. yeah yeah so a lot of people including my friends and i who i mean i'm gonna be honest i haven't watched like a full channel 8 serial drama in a while mm-hmm. but because it was circuit breaker and there was so we had so much time at home yeah so you just you know, watched it and after a while i got sick of netflix can you imagine so i was like okay let's have a little local entertainment and it was just so comforting to see zoe on screen again mm-hmm. and you know, she's old, but she's gold, and she still got it after all these years. So I'm so excited. I think um, it's a deserving nomination. My Guardian Angels was actually the most watched Chinese language drama series in Singapore last year. So Nice, nice. Yes. Um. Okay, no offense to you, Sam Joe, but I am a little bit bored with how Zoe is nominated all the time. <gasps> how I'm dare just, you? Da I mean, I get, like, we get it. She's good at acting, you know. We really do get it. But it's just not, like, very exciting. But, okay, but I am always excited to see what she wears because I feel like her fashion at the, at the Star Wars is always really good. That's so I, true, yeah, that's I, true. I love it, yeah. She gets, like, the best, like, hairstylists and, like, yeah. designers and everything. Um, No, I mean, okay, the fact is that, let's face it, Zoe is the Singaporean Meryl Street. She's the queen She's of the Kyle Caldecott. Exactly, she's the queen. And so... Yes, she gets nominated all the time. 
it's just like how Hollywood goes like, oh, it's Meryl Streep again. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, you can't take the talent away from them. She sneezes and she get nominated. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And but I agree with you in the sense that it would be nice to see the nomination pool, you know, uh, show a little diversity. Like, you know, that's why it's great this year also, you know, we don't just see like the usual uh, names like Felicia Chin or Rebecca Lin or whoever. We also see in some other categories, people like Cynthia Cole. Yeah, right. Shu Meichun. You have Lena Ng. Yes, have not yeah. seen her in a while. Ah, uh, right. And then you have Lin Meizhou. So these are like the actresses who kind of like have been around for the longest time, but they don't always get the necessary uh, credit and recognition. recognition at the awards. So I'm glad that their names are up there. And of course, like, how can I forget? Jin Yin Ji. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. And speaking of Lin Meizhou, yes. do you know that... Okay, so this year she's nominated for Best Supporting Actress, right? Mm-hmm. But guess who she's nominated alongside? Her daughter. Yes! Isn't it amazing? Chantel, yeah. Chantel. And this is a Chantel that every time Lin Meizhou gets an award, she hasn't won many, but every time she goes up on stage or she gives interviews, she'll always talk about... My daughter, Chantel. Chantel, yes. mommy yes. loves you, Chantel. Yeah. So, finally to see... They're like, very, very close because... Yeah. Well, Ling Meijia was a single mom, la, yeah. Right, right. Because Huang Yiliang... Did not husband. really pull his weight. Um, Yeah. His, yeah. Her ex-husband. Her ex-husband, say. yeah. So, and when remember he did the very shady thing when he won his award at the Star Awards. <gasps> yes. And he said that uh, some people, and referring to Lin Meijiao, mm. his ex-wife, saying that some people wait for the award, wait for very long until their necks become as long 对, as giraffes. 对, 对, 对. So when Lin Meijiao finally won her award years later, yeah. she gave a very powerful speech. She mm. said that at the end of the day, for old-timers like us, something along the lines of like, at the end of the day, we'll get the recognition that we deserve. Recognition comes when it comes mm. and we don't have to we don't have to wait around like giraffes. Yeah, And then everyone, everyone burst applauded. into like, Roaring applause for her and they cut Zoe T and Zoe T was like, Woo, you get it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, that was that was not a happy breakup, like it would seem. That was not a amicable break, it would seem. Yeah. Um I also feel that Chantel Ng has been quite um her acting actually has been quite praised. Uh mm. she's in a new drama right now, which a lot of people have said she's acting like her acting is very strong in it. So she's clearly like, you know, one of the stars to watch like yeah. as we move into the next stage of like Media Corp. Uh, acting talents. Yeah, like mother, like daughter. Okay, so speaking of the best actress category, which Zoe is nominated in on a gossipy side, no one wants, um, Rebecca Lim and Carrie Wong are both nominated for best actress as Ooh. well. Um, also, Ian Fang is also nominated for best supporting actor, so all three of them will appear <laughs> at the same place. I'm just saying, okay, if you don't know what we're talking about, you can go back and check yeah. up on that episode that we yeah, did yeah. on um, the whole uh, scandal. The Ian Fang, Carrie Wong might have sexted, probably sexted Saga, and um, how. Ian Fang was probably with Rebecca Lim. We're not very sure, but okay. Yeah, Never yeah. mind. It, it, but anyway, it was a local scandal. So it'll be interesting to see, especially on camera, how they... Whether they cheer for each other, and, whether okay. they whether they thank each other, or how they react last like time, on the red carpet, you know. Last Star Awards, that was like a while ago because, you know, we skipped one. But Last mm. Star Awards, I was actually there um, covering it and uh, Rebecca Lim walked the red carpet hand in hand with Ian Fang I don't think we'll Ooh. see that again don't think we'll see that again but okay let's see how it goes yeah probably not yeah anyway speaking of like Jing Ying Ji you were just mentioning Jing Ying Ji right because there's like an evergreen um, 
artist like uh, category. Yes, yes. Yes. Which is always very nice. I like that they get their time in the spotlight. But mm. okay, can I just give it up for Richard Lowe, Liu Tian Yi? Because like he looks <laughs> like my dad, so I always have very good feelings about him. He really he does look like your dad and he speaks a bit like your dad as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. He's the quintessential, like slightly bangish uncle right, in all the drama. With a very loud voice and even though he's excited but he sounds like he's shouting, but yeah, yeah. in a good way because at the end of the day he's so endearing. Yeah, yeah. I mean I know that Chen Shu Chen is the go to uncle, but I just want to give like shout out Richard Lowe and give him some love. Yeah, no, I prefer Liu Tian Yi. I'm I'm right there with you, Jen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> some um, very strange nominations this year also, right? Yeah, very strange. Um okay, so there's this drama called All Is Well, which mm. like I actually covered the the press conference for that. And it's like a bit of a there's a bit of prestige attached to it because it was like directed by a famous Taiwanese director and they like filmed in Taiwan, they filmed in Singapore. Then like you can watch the Taiwan part separately from the Singapore part. You can watch them together also. Right, they have two storylines, one Taiwanese and one Singapore. Yeah, they're like parallel storylines happening in the same universe, like mm. and then like they affect each other. But um, I don't think it was very watched. Like it didn't. I from what I remember, I don't think it made the top ten. Um, of most watched serials in twenty nineteen, and it also wasn't super well reviewed. So like, um, it's a bit of head head scratch that there are so many nominations for it. I think I know why though. Because of the prestige factor. Because of prestige, and they probably poured a lot of money into this. Mm. Think about it. You had like actors and like you know behind the scenes people from Blue Taiwan, Lan, yeah. Blue Lan's in it. Um, you had Desmond Tan. You had um Ian Fang again, Sheila Sim. You had um sent a lot of people out. For a it. lot of people. Uh, Tin Ti was in this also. Yeah, there was also <laughs> Zoe Tay, if I'm not wrong. Yes, yes. Zoe and Fan. Zoe yeah, and yeah, Fan yeah, yeah, were both together. in it. But it's been a while since you. I mean, you and you have the two RTS. Yes, you know, like you know, um. You know that this is their, um, their big their big production of the year. Yeah. I have to say that I am quite surprised that there are no acting nominations at all for Loving You. Which one is that? Which is um I think it's called I dot 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 Mei or something like that. It's like um it's the one starring Jessica Liu and Aiden Sung. New- oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. where the younger guy falls in love with an older yeah, woman. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. They have an 18-year age gap. It's like, you know, very scandalous in that sense. But right. and then like Jessica Liu's husband played by Darren Lim cheated on her and everything lah. so I'm actually quite surprised because it was the second most watched Chinese language drama serial right behind My Guardian Angels so it it like had some popularity like Aiden Sung is very you know quite I think he's one of the more popular young up and coming actors mm. and he actually speaks Chinese very well and right. I thought he put up a pretty good performance in the series and no acting nominations at all for mm. him. Not even like a best supporting nod, you know? Interesting, because so, he actually broke into the scene recently. So he, yeah. there was also no best newcomer nod for him. Okay, so I think he missed newcomer just a little bit because his first drama was probably early 2019. So he missed the cut for this year's um, this year's best newcomer. But, because this year, but this year kind of like is supposed to cover last year and the year before. Basically, I think he was snub lah. Okay, I yeah. would just say this, that I really think he was snub because I, I, out of all of them, I think he's the one with quite a lot of opportunities. He's also in a, one of the dramas airing right now. So, mm. you know, I don't know why they never give him some, some recognition. I eh. think I know why. it was The category probably got too crowded mm. and because of Star Search. Yeah, because right. of Star Search. Yeah, Star Search. So, they're all the Star Search contestants who debut like Zhang Zetong and all of them. So, they had to kind of like, the company has to kind of like show some support for them. Yeah, you know? it, it does feel like some of them, no, no offence to any of them, I think all of them are work, working very hard, sure. but it does feel like mm, they're nominating the Star Search people because... For the sake of? Because, well... To fulfil contractual obligations, who no, knows? And also, also, like, I mean, you 
put out a talent competition, of course you want people to recognize those talents, right? Yes. So, yeah. But okay, I would just I just say I just say that I think Aidenson was definitely snubbed. I think he should have definitely gotten a nomination somewhere. Um and speaking of snub, my guardian angels no mention of that show, which was a great show, the most watched show. No mention of it under the best drama category, which honestly is quite shocking to me because you had a very strong cast. Very uh, strong cast. I mean, Kim and Zoe were both nominated. Exactly. Yeah, in their acting roles. And the storyline was also like um, very, very well put together. Except, of course, for that controversy over the yes. pedophile character, like, you know, um, the basketball coach. Um, if you all watched it, there was this basketball coach um, who was portrayed as a gay pedophile and um, the character actually transmitted an STD to one of his students. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, it came under a lot of flack, like, you know, for... Like from the LGBT community. Yeah. Because basically, for like, its, positive, its, positive portrayals of LGBTQ community are not actually allowed on local television. So, like, the least you can do is maybe not put not positive portrayals of them. And I think that's probably one reason... Uh, why maybe they wanted to lay low because mm. MediaCorp came under a lot of flack for for this particular subplot. Yeah, so that's probably, probably one reason why they didn't want to like draw attention to it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, okay, on that note though, because Kim Eun was also nominated mm. in the category. Oh, I love her. For, she, that, for that role. She was so good in this. She was like that... That, that mom, mother, long-suffering mom. Yes. You know, whose husband is working overseas mm. and then she has to take care of like three sons mm-hmm. and then deal with like a very difficult uh, mother-in-law played mm. by... <laughs> so, uh, I really hope she wins. And she's yeah. she's on a roll this year, right? She got she nominated has, for like three. She's nominated for so many things. Yeah, she got nominated for two acting awards and also a hosting award. Mm. And I think that, I mean, of course, Kim Eun came into the scene, like, you know, as a very, very um, competent and talented host. Mm. But I feel like in recent years especially, she's really proven her acting chops. And I think it's about time that she really gets the recognition that she deserves in that field. Yeah, she's actually really, really good. I'm really, really rooting for her because it's so nice to see Kim Eng. I mean, I remember her from like Chen Ren Zachi and everything. Like, yeah. I really love City her a lot. Yeah. yeah, City Beat. And um, she's super likeable. She is just she super really likeable. She really is. Now, if you're enjoying this episode of Pop Vouchers so far, do find us on the hashtag Pop Vouchers podcast channel. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Just look for hashtag pop vouchers. Now, some of our episodes are on YouTube as well, so do check those out. Like and rate us. Now, back to our show. Let us continue with pop vouchers. All right, now let's move on to the Hollywood part of this podcast as we move on to the Golden Globes. Mm -hmm. So the Golden Globes is in its 78th year. Wow. Okay, it's been a while. Um, so nominations came out last week and as expected, you know, very high profile movies and shows were nominated. You had movies like Mank. The Gary Oldman one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you had movies like Promising Young Woman. <gasps> I just watched it over the weekend. It's so good. I'm so jealous, Jen. It's, it's directed by Emerald Fennell who plays Camilla Parker Bowles yes. in The Crown. I love it. Yes. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the Aaron Sorkin uh, trial of Chicago 7. Yeah, um, Nomadland. Chloe Charles Nomadland, yep. yes. And then you also had TV shows like Ryan Murphy's Ratchet. Yep. Because Ryan Murphy just gets nominated for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, Ratchet was actually not very well received. But Yeah, I mean, I, I personally love Ratchet. Mm-hmm. But I can see why... I mean, this year, really, you had a lot of good shows. So I yeah. can see why the critics like aren't really excited about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I personally like it. So I have no issue with it. 
And this and year's actually quite good. Yes, for women. I am very excited because it is the first time three women are nominated for Best Director in the Golden Globes. Nice. Which is okay. Honestly, it's a little bit sad that. This is the first time that women nominees have outnumbered men because women have been making great movies for a long time. You know, it's yep. just that they are not as recognized. Yeah. So, like, finally this year we get Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, who seems to be the front runner for the Oscar. Mm-hmm. And then you have Regina King, Regina King, who is the yeah. actress I love her. in Watchmen. Everything. <laughs> um, she's been nominated for her her debut feature, One Night in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, Emerald Fennell, who we talked about earlier, also debuted uh, director debut, uh, Promising Young Woman. Yeah. So there are only apparently the six, seven, and eight in history to be nominated for this award. Isn't that crazy? In the Golden Globe, seventy-eight years. Yes, and also of course the first Asian woman and the first Black woman, right? Amazing. So, yay for diversity. You would think. Yes, you would think, but the but rest of the Golden Globes is actually very, very disappointing. Yeah, what a letdown because there were quite some upsetting snubs, which we will get to in a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. The interesting thing is that some nominations were. Rather and surprising. <laughs> I think it's it's almost it's almost insulting. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people are looking at these nominations going like I goodness, will. you took up this valuable space. You got nominated at the expense of other better shows and talent out there. Yeah, it's so funny because Jen and I actually did an episode on Emily in Paris and we were joking in that episode about how, you know, it's such good escapist entertainment, but there's no but way it's, it's going to get good. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's good. Not good. It's not a watch show material. And then Emily in Paris comes in with a best comedy or musical nomination and a best actress not for Lily Collins. Which is insane. <laughs> it's not a good show. How did it get nominated? Hello, Hollywood Foreign Press. They probably have their reasons. Another nomination that's also caused quite a stir James Corden. He's nominated for best actor in a comedy or musical for The Prom. Um, and the movie itself, firstly, was panned. Was, right. It was not super well-received, I have to say. Not well-received. And on top of that, like, you know, the accusations of James Corden's character being gay-faced in the sense that it's a straight guy playing a gay Broadway star, among other A things. very flamboyant gay Broadway star. Yeah. yeah. So, and people I mean, were saying, like, you know, this was worse than Cats and everything because he was also in Cats. <laughs> oh, God. He's in all his bad shows. But anyway. Yeah. And also, of course, like, people getting nominated, like Emily in Paris getting nominated while... Things like I May Destroy You by Michaela Coel, who yeah. which was one of and I really I'm, I'm I follow this news very closely. I follow TV news, I follow entertainment news. This was without a doubt the most the best reviewed series last year. Yeah. Truly all the critics loved it. It was on all the top of list, you know, and it was so it had so much momentum, everybody thought it was gonna get nominated. Yeah. Completely shut out. Right. No nominations at all. Yeah, I'm very surprised as well. I haven't seen it myself, but I read the reviews and I have every intention to. And I, I watched the first episode. It was very difficult to watch because yeah. it is about sexual assault. Right. And um, it's is not an easy watch. Is what I would say. Mm. Just the first episode alone, I was like scared. I was like tense, but it really in had a lot of emotions in it and right. ignited emotions in me. And yeah, so, I mean, it should have been nominated. Yeah, so I haven't seen it, but I know Michaela Cole from another show, Chewing Gum, yes. which is one of my all-time favourite shows. And mm-hmm. I know the level of talent she has, like, you know, because she not only acted in this, she also scripted it. She, she's a creator. She wrote it, she's a creator. So the fact that it got snubbed is like, big news and that's the one where everyone including uh, writers for Emily in Paris they're actually up in yeah. arms about this they're like it's was not a, fair to you guys there's a Guardian uh, opinion post which says I'm a writer on Emily this is the title I'm a, a writer on Emily in Paris 
I May Destroy You deserved a Golden Globe nomination. Yeah. Which, yep. yeah, I mean, so you can tell how egregious this snub was, right? Yes. And of course, it's a black woman's story. You know, it's a black woman's story about sexual assault. And on the same, you know, platform, we have Golden Globe's uh, nomination. We have Promising Young Woman, also a story about sexual assault, centering on a white woman. Mm. That got four nominations, whereas, you know, Koa got nothing. So, of course, there's some talks of, like, is there's definitely, like, a racial element here. Yeah, and that's not a new discussion, of course. Like, you know, award shows have always been problematic like that. Um, and another famous snub, uh, Jen and I, we love this show. Bridgerton! <laughs> but, okay, Bridgerton was nominated for Screen Actors Guild Award, so... Good for them, but why? The Golden Globes, they should have... Des- they deserve at least one nomination. Come on! Like a sitcom or something, right? Or whatever. Like, it's 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 really good. It's very well-done show, I think. Uh, yes, and it was way better than Emily in Paris, so... Way better than Emily in Paris. <sighs> yes, and, and my favourite... Portia Featherington. The Featheringtons, <gasps> actually. I like that they are the underdogs. And, yes. like, you know, their storyline was more complicated. Yeah. As opposed to... Yeah, oh. the ugly cousins to the Bridgertons. Yes, I like that. I think they're more interesting to watch and their fashion is amazing. So Yeah, it's, it's an amazing a bad way. It's meant to be. And, of course, The Five Bloods, uh, which is Spike Lee's Vietnam War veteran drama starring Delroy Lindo, who actually really did deserve some love. And, of course, also starring um, the dearly beloved and... The, Departed. departed Chadwick Boseman yes yeah um, there was a lot of buzz about that but no nominations yeah um, and then Zendaya she was in Malcolm and Marie I haven't seen it it's very new it just dropped on Netflix but mm. I would imagine the critics had screen early screeners to it but um yeah they uh, Zendaya and John David Washington were both not nominated for it John David Washington by the way is Denzel Washington's son and he was also in Tenet oh I had no yes. idea well there you go so yet another snub mm-hmm. for people of colour Yes. Right? And speaking of which, Stephen Yuan and Yon Yu Jong, okay, mm. who acted in Minari, Lee Isaac Chung's film about a Korean American family's pursuit of the American dream in yes. a very rural Arkansas, they got a foreign language film not, but which is, no acting knots. Okay, at all. which firstly the foreign language film not was so like it was so controversial because yes, the film is largely spoken in Korean, but it is in no way a foreign film. It is a film about America. It's a film about American immigrant experience. It is made by Americans. It stars Americans. So like people were really upset about this because they felt like, you know, how can you other us? When yeah. we are part of the American experience, right. you know, how can you claim that we are a foreign language film? Yeah. Yes, of course we speak in Korean, but America isn't is a big melting pot of different cultures. There are Americans who speak Spanish, there are Americans who speak Japanese, there are Americans who speak Chinese or Cantonese, Korean, of course, you mm-hmm. know. So like how can you say that we are not of of we are a foreign film and then of course that brought up discussion that what if this was a native american film and they were speaking native american language right. are you going to say that's foreign right because technically english is also foreign to america what? exactly so it's just very english centric and very uh, white centric and very the award shows have always been like that for a while and uh, i guess you can say you know yes i i personally don't believe in nominating for something just for the sake of diversity right you know you've had famous people in the past saying, I didn't get nominated. I'm boycotting this year's ceremony. Um, Are um, you talking about the Smith couple? I'm not going to mention. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go there. But, okay. the, you know, I mean, they have their reasons. But I also feel like, you know, you should nominate people for their talent and you should give credit where credit is due. Um, but the fact is that this year, especially, we do have legit quality stuff, you know, that was snubbed and a lot we, of them feature non-white talents. So Every year, there's legit quality stuff from, like, non-white talents. Yep. And every year, that. Every year when people talk about the racial diversity, the, the gender diversity, the lack of it, 
there's always somebody who is like, well, maybe women can try making better films, or like, well, maybe black people just need to try be- to be better at acting, or something like that. And that's not really the point. Like when you really look at the slate of films, the slate of TV series out there, it's very good quality. Sometimes across the board, it's very good quality. But it's which stories we choose to highlight and elevate, right? Yes. So even though two things might be equally good, when you choose to highlight only the white stories mm. or only the stories that are made by men, that shows a certain bias. Yeah. You know? And what a message are you trying to send to like you know generations of younger viewers who are growing up and seeking representation? Mm-hmm. You know, seeking a celebration of their stories. Like you know, you're telling them that nope, just because you don't speak. Like English, maybe it's not your first language. Mm-hmm. Oh, then you don't really deserve to be the A team, so to speak. Yeah. Right? It's just very upsetting. And um, I guess the Golden Globes and all the other awards, they have a long way to go. Yeah. Well, we're hoping the Oscars will be a little bit better. So we'll see. But we'll as you see. know, campaigning and all that drama mm-hmm, <laughs> also come into play. So it's it's all very political, you know. Mm-hmm. And not just the Golden Globes. The Star Wars also political. Star Wars also like that. <laughs> yeah. So okay. let's see who's gonna you know get the Bioskin Most Charming Award. Uh? <laughs> most charismatic award. <laughs> most charismatic award. <laughs> uh, I always found this category the most the funniest because it's like it's clearly a sponsored award. It is la. And then okay, so this year the nominees are Death. Desmond Tan, Ian Fang, Pierre Peng, Tiyu, Romeo Tan. Come on, they all have good skin. I'm going to I'm gonna put my money on Pierre Peng just because I think he's really hot. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Andrew De Cruz, I find your husband really hot. <laughs> um, yeah, probably not Ian Fang. Huh? Never mind, never mind, never mind. Cannot say, wait, the fan we'll club come for yeah, me. Yeah, okay, I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Anyway, just hit us up with all your award predictions. Like, you know, let us know who you are rooting for, who you want to win, uh, who you don't want to win. Yes. <laughs> because, I mean, come on, some of the nominations. I mean, you know. like, seriously, Emily in Paris. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I think even Lily Collins is slightly embarrassed by this. But yeah. Anyway. Oh, well. I'm hoping Kaylee Cuoco will win. Yes, the flight, the flight attendant, attendant is actually very good. Yes. And can you imagine she hasn't, she hasn't received a nomination before? Yeah, I mean, she's been in TV work, for super long. Yeah, she was on, on Charm and then she was on Eight Big Bang Rose. Theory. Yeah. Eight Simple Rules for dating my teenage daughter yeah. or something like that. I'm surprised yeah. she hasn't won anything for Big Bang Theory, but oh well. Competition is always stiff. and Because you know. the Big Bang Theory only nominated Jim Parsons, but yeah, not that Jim Parsons isn't good. Anyway, you can find the Pop Vouchers at hashtag Pop Vouchers on any sort of platform you choose to listen to your podcast on. Please do like rate us and subscribe to us and leave us comments. You know, you can also, if you're shy, you can also email us personally at jenlee at sph.com.sg. Sam Joe? Yo, Sam Joe at sph.com.sg. Or you can write to the both of us at podcasts at sph.com.sg. Or you can slide into Jen's DM. Yes, at jenlee writes on Instagram. So that's your dose of pop culture for this week. Until next time, he's Sam Joe. She's Jen. And we are Pop, pop Vultures. Vultures. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.